Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and we're here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. Today, we want to talk about a simple strategy to help you better understand your students. And here's why this matters. We all know how important strong relationships are to successful teaching. But in order to build those strong relationships, we really need to understand how our students think and why they make the choices that they do. See, what happens is a lot of times we think we know what's going on in a student's head. We think we know, you know, why they acted a certain way or why they're upset or um why they didn't do their homework. Uh, Sometimes we have no idea, but sometimes we think we know, but we could still be way off. And the problem is when we are off, you know, when we assume, you know, so-and-so is not doing his work because of this, um, or so-and-so is acting that way because of that, students can tell. (laughs) And they bemoan the fact that we don't get them. And and sometimes, let's be honest, we don't get them. And so it's a valid complaint. And when we're in this scenario where we think we we know what a student's saying, or maybe we just, we don't know what a student's, we know we don't know, but regardless, if we're not understanding where they're coming from, any advice we give them, any conversation, you know, deep conversations we try to have, they tend to fall flat because we're talking about one thing and it's not at all hitting home because we don't understand where they're coming from. As a result, we get frustrated, our students get frustrated, and it can quickly become a big mess. So how do we remedy this? Well, by actively seeking to better understand our students, by getting to know not just their school persona, you know, what they look like in our class, but who they really are. This includes things like their background and home life, But possibly more importantly, it has to do with understanding their innermost thoughts and feelings, their hopes, dreams, fears, and anxieties. What makes them tick? Because when we do start to understand what drives them, then we begin to appreciate them as unique individuals and our relationships blossom. And when challenges do arise, since we understand where they're coming from, we can talk about the real issue and address their true thoughts, motivations, and fears rather than totally missing the boat by talking about the ones we thought that they had. So we realize it's important to get to know our students and not just on a surface level, but really understanding how they think. But the question is, how? How do we get to know these innermost thoughts and feelings, things that maybe even they can't necessarily just put into words themselves? Well, we talk about this a lot in Beyond Classroom Management, which you can, that's one of our new online courses. You can find out more about it at teachfortheheart.com slash beyond. But the key is to be intentional about looking for opportunities to better understand our students. So we need to observe We need to notice and we need to ask good questions. So always be seeking ways to understand how your students think, what motivates them, what frustrates them, what they're worried about, etc. Notice, observe, make mental notes, maybe even make physical notes. 
But while observing and casual conversations are important and can be very helpful, the thing is that it's easy to forget about all of this in the busyness of the day. I mean, you know how it is. There's a million things going on, and this is not an urgent thing. And so often it can just get lost in the busyness. So that's why an intentional approach can be immensely helpful, especially if you integrate it into just your weekly habits of your classroom. And that intentional approach that I'm recommending is writing. Now, listen, stick with me. I don't care if you teach math or science or history or art. Student writing can enrich both your classroom and your curriculum, no matter what you teach. As a former math teacher myself, I have seen the power of integrating writing in the classroom. And if you do teach a language-rich subject like history or, uh, of course, uh, language arts, it can be even more valuable. But no matter what you teach, I highly recommend trying this out as soon as your students are able to write old enough to be able to write sentences. So one of the, I talk about, actually, I link in the, in the notes for this episode at teachfortheheart.com slash questions, I link to another article where I share some different ways I used writing in my math class, some of my favorites. But for now, we're just going to talk about one of the easiest ones. One of the easiest forms are exit slips. So in secondary, rather than wasting the last couple minutes of class, you have your students answer a quick question and then turn it in on their way out on a three by five card or a half sheet of paper or full sheets if you'd prefer. In elementary, it works much the same way, but obviously it's not like you're switching subjects every, you know, 40 minutes. So you could pick a time where it makes sense, maybe before snack, before lunch, before recess, uh, at, at some type or just simply before a subject transition. You end with a quick writing uh, either in a journal or on a piece of paper that they turn in. These exit slips, whether in elementary or secondary, can often include academic questions like, tell me one thing you learned today, or what's one thing you're still wondering about today's topic. But you can also strategically intersperse once or twice a week questions that help you better understand how your students think. And I'm going to give you 20 examples right now. As you listen, allow these ideas to just kind of uh, stir your imagination and give you an idea of how you could start asking these types of questions. But you probably want to bookmark or copy and paste the questions from the blog post. The accompanying blog post for this podcast has all these 20 questions written out. So you don't have to scramble and write them down. You can head over to the blog post where you can, like I said, bookmark the page or copy and paste them into a note for yourself so that you can have them for future reference. And that's at teachfortheheart.com slash questions. All right, here we go. Here's 20 writing prompts that help you better understand your students. And then a bonus one uh, that I think you'll find really helpful. So number one, what's one thing you wish you could change about this class and why? Number two, describe one thing that makes you feel a sense of accomplishment and explain why. Number three, what was your first impression of this class? Number four, what's your least favorite part of school and why? Number five, share a favorite memory you made with a family member. 
Before I keep going, do you see how these questions are not super threatening? On the they're not uh, in too intimidating, but they should uh, they open up the doors for students to open up, right? They give them an opportunity to really uh, provide some insight into what they really think about your class, about your school, about their home life. Here's number six. What's one thing you wish I knew about you? Number seven, what's one of your biggest dreams in life? Number eight, what's one thing you wish you could change about our school and why? Number nine, what's one thing that you worry about? Man, imagine how helpful that answer could be, how enlightening. Number 10, what's the best book you've ever read and why did you like it? Number 11, what's your family's religious background? Does it match your personal beliefs? Number 12, if you could pick one person, dead or alive, to have lunch with, who would it be and why? Number 13, describe your relationship with your parents or guardians. Number 14, describe a lesson you learned when you faced something difficult. 15, what's one thing that makes you feel happy? 16, describe something that annoys you. 17, who is someone you consider a hero in your life and why? Number 18, if you could live anywhere, where would you live and why? 19, who is someone you consider a friend? What do you like most about him or her? And number 20, describe one of your favorite holiday traditions, and it could be about whatever holiday is coming up. As you can see, there are, these are just uh, just a small sampling of questions that you can ask. Obviously, once you start asking these types of questions, uh, you'll think of more and more that you might want to ask. But I do have one more resource that I think is especially helpful in upper grades, but could be uh, used sometimes in elementary as well. And that is, listen, I am not a huge fan of the New York Times, but this particular section I think is pretty incredible. It's called the student opinion section. And what it does is it offers thought-provoking prompts based on current articles. And obviously, you're going to want to be choosy which ones you choose, but some of them are pretty great. And what's great is that they're uh, relevant to current events. Uh, So right now, as I record this episode, we're in the midst of the government shutdown um, with Trump wanting to build a border wall. So one of the questions that comes up right here is, does the president's goal to build a border wall merit a government shutdown? Is there room for compromise? How should this standoff resolve? Now, obviously, uh, depending if you're a history teacher, this is a phenomenal question. If you're in another subject, you may or may not want to tackle something this deep. But a question like this really uh, would give you insight into your students while also possibly relating to content material. Uh, here's just some other ones. Some of them are, are, are less heavy. Uh, one says, where do you want to travel? Uh, could you go without a smartphone? What would you accomplish if you gave up your phone for a year? That one would work in any class. It would be really something to think about. Um, here's another one. Would you pursue a career if you knew you likely would not make much money? Um, how do you get what you want from your parents? What are your predictions for the coming year? Have you set any New Year's resolutions? And these are linked to articles uh, that you could you could share with your students or not. But there's just so many um, great ideas over here. And what's great about them is that, like I said, they change all the time uh, to reflect 
current events. And so they're always relevant to what's happening in the world right then. So I link, I give you the link to that. Once again, at teachfortheheart.com slash questions. If you scroll down to the end, you'll see the link to that uh, student opinion section on the New York Times website. I hope you guys found this episode helpful. If you'd like to discover more strategies for how to connect with your students and build stronger relationships, I hope you'll consider joining us in Beyond Classroom Management, our newest online course. In this course, you'll learn strategies to help you create a classroom culture where rather than constantly butting heads with your students, you work together to accomplish amazing things. You can find out more about Beyond classroom management at teachfortheheart.com slash beyond. Let's take a moment to pray and then I'll share just a couple of final thoughts. Father, thank you for these teachers and their desire to connect with their students to understand them better. I pray that you will give them wisdom, clarity, and insight, Lord. Help them to see their students the way you see them, to see them as individuals that you created, that you love, and but that have been marred by, by sin and just this fallen world that you want to redeem. Help them see that bigger picture in their students every day. Then I pray that you will help them see their hurts, see their, see their fears, see their ambitions, see their goals, just see that whole student and be able to know, have wisdom on how to talk to them and how best to support and help them and encourage them and push them to grow. I just pray that you'll encourage each teacher right now and just give them special insight uh, this week in their classroom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you found the podcast helpful, uh, if you haven't left a review yet for the podcast, you can do that at iTunes or at Stitcher. And even better though, you could also just simply tell a friend about it. Just share the podcast with someone you know or on social media. That can do, uh, that's such a big help as we want to encourage and help more and more teachers. Thank you guys again so much. Once again, you can find all the notes at teachfortheheart.com slash questions. I look forward to being back with you guys again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.